Sabbath greetings. I'd like to give honor to the fourth throne of God and would like to welcome you to our website. This month, our website will feature the theme, The Real Truth About Jesus Christ. And today, I will be presenting on some common myths about Jesus to include Christ loves everyone and only shows mercy. Christ is the supposed image of a white man with blonde hair and blue eyes. Christ was married to Mary Magdalene. And when Christ died on the cross, the law was done away with. And finally, Christ was born on Christmas Day. When people believe myths such as these, or even when they hear them, it really brings them a sense of comfort. Because it, if Christ loved everyone, that would mean I can do as I please, you can do as you please, and Christ will is still, with all his love, continue to shed mercy upon us and will forgive us no matter what. True, there are multiple scriptures that support Christ's love for us. For example, in Romans 5, 8, it says, But God commanded his love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. 1 Peter 3, verses 18 says, For Christ also hath suffered, uh, once suffered for sins, the just for the unjust, that he might bring to God being put to death in the flesh, but quickened by the Spirit. Christ also spoke these words in John 14, verses 1 through 3. It says, Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have have to. I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there ye may be also. These scriptures truly showcase God's love for us, along with a multitude of other scriptures. But just as Christ has a loving, meek side, he also has a wrathful side, a roaring lion. Just Christ, because Jesus Christ can hate. Have you heard this myth before? God only hates the sin, but loves the sinner? Well, I have to speak contrary to that. In the following story, let's con we're going to consider the brothers Jacob and Esau, because one was righteous and one was wicked. And God said that he loved one, but hated the other. In Romans 9, verses 13, it says, As it is written, Jacob have I loved, but Esau have I hated. In Malachi 1, verse 3, it, it is written, And I hated Esau and laid his mountains and his heritage waste for the dragons of the wilderness. Now, many churches of this world and establishments, and even this world in itself, has presumed the image of God to be that of a white man with long blonde hair, flowing locks, and blue, and blue eyes. Well, this would be another myth. Let's consider how Christ really looked. How does he look? Does he look like what most pictures reveal? Does he have these long flowing locks? And does he wear a white robe as the movies portray? Or was he not much to look at at all? Well, Jesus um, came down here in the flesh. And what did he truly look like? Even Paul said that he was a shameful for a man. It was shameful for a man to have long hair. So in chapter in verses in Corinthians, First Corinthians chapter eleven verses fourteen, doth not even nature itself teach you that if a man have long hair, it is a shame unto him? Does the Bible give us a detailed description of how Jesus looked? Well, in Isaiah chapter fifty three, it describes him as having no form nor comeliness, and when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. Surely he hath come, born of our griefs, and carried our sorrows. Jesus, during that time, Jesus be walked 
During the time that Jesus walked this earth in the flesh, he was not especially handsome, which is contrary to the many images and portrayals of Jesus Christ today. In Revelations 1, verses 14 and 15, it states that his head and his hairs will be white as wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were as a flame of fire, and his feet like unto fine brass, as if they burnt in in a furnace. Daniel describes him as his arms and his feet as colored to polished brass. And that's in Daniel 10, verses 6. And it says, now as I continue with these myths about Jesus, there is one that alleges he was a married man, in fact, married to Mary Magdalene, who was actually one of his closest followers. She was there at his crucifixion, his burial, and even discovered his empty tomb when she went to visit him after the Sabbath day. She went to anoint him. She loved him as his savior. We cannot add or our own assumptions to the word. Christ came down in the flesh, charged with the duty from the Father to forgive and to heal. Um, Mary had a great love for Jesus. After all, she had been freed of seven demons by him. And that's in Luke chapter 8, verses 2. Another, according to another myth, when Christ died on the cross, his law was done away with. What can we say about this? Well, let's remember that there was more than one law. There is the law being his commandments and his statutes, the law of sacrificial offerings. Um, there was also a law of circumcision. We all know the story of Jesus being crucified on the cross. Jesus is also known as the Lamb of God. During the Levitical priesthood, there were many sacrifices and offerings made by the blood of animals. Jesus, the Lamb of God, sacrifices blood for us on the cross alleviating any animals and sacrifices and offerings um, of that nature. For, for God also, also it was lawful for a man-child to be physically circumcised when he was born. Though not required anymore under the laws of God, the circumcision still occur for health reasons and also your heart must be circumcised. However, in the book of Malachi chapter 3 verse 6, it states that I am the Lord and I change not. John 14, 15, if ye love me, keep my commandments. Proverbs 7, verses 1 and 2, my son, keep my commandments and lay up my commandments with thee. Keep my commandments and live, and my law is the apple of thine eye. Bind them upon, the thing, upon thy fingers, write them upon the table of thine heart. John 15, verse 10, if ye keep my commandments, ye shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my father's commandments and abide in his love. So his commandments were given to us in the book of Exodus, which happens to be in the portion of the Bible that is considered the Old Testament. But they are also presented throughout the portion that is considered the New Testament. This is to say that God's law, i.e. his commandments, has never been done away with. We should continue to follow them and not cease to obey him. The last myth that I would discuss is the birth of Christ being on December 25th, Christmas Day. We know Christmas Day to be one of the most popular and biggest holidays celebrated. Everyone knows what December 25th is. If you were to ask a child, they would probably say that December 25th is, is Christmas. And if you were to ask a child when Christ, was, when Christ was born, he or she would probably say December 25th. Well, I'm here to dispel that myth as well. The birth of Jesus Christ was important and truly had to occur so that he could eventually die for our sins. Christ was conceived of the Holy Spirit. He was planted into a virgin woman named Mary. She ultimately gave birth to him. However, does the Bible give us a specific date as to when he was born? 
No. However, the story surrounding Christ's birth tells us in the Bible that shepherds were in the field tending to their sheep. This couldn't possibly occur during the cold winter months of December. One should actually consider the history of Christmas and its roots, something that I'm not able to address to in this podcast, but it is stemmed deeply in paganism and idolatry. The Bible tells us that we ought not to add or take away from his word. Um, as, as this only gives us comfort in our own wrongdoing and putting Christ's name in all of this is a sin. In Proverbs 30, verses 5 and 6, it says, Every word of God is pure. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in him. Add thou not unto his word, lest he reprove thee, and thou be found a liar. In Deuteronomy 4, verses 2, it says, Ye shall not add unto the word which I command you, neither shall ye diminish out from it, that ye may keep the commandments of the Lord your God which I command you. And in Revelations 22, verses 18 and 19, it states, For I testify unto every man that heareth the words of the prophecy of this book, If any man shall add unto these things, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. And if any man shall take away from the words of, this, of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city and from the things which are written in this book. So as I conclude, I urge you to study the word for yourself, pray for understanding, pray for the Holy Spirit to teach you the truth about Jesus Christ so that you too can dispel any of these common myths. Amen.